Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. We are broadcasting a day later than usual due to, um, well, Ryan, where are we? You and I. The greatest city in uh, the county? The greatest city in the NFC. Yeah, I'll say in the NFC East. Yeah? Yeah. We, we're putting Philly down like that, are we? Yeah, we're putting Philly down like that. We're putting Dallas down like that. And D.C., D.C., you trash. D.C.'s trash. D.C. is already dollar store New York. Shut Take down. that Landover, Maryland, or whatever. Yeah, like, if you ask, if, look, if, if New York is, New York is the Reebok pump, the thing that people talked big about and were like, oh, it's so special and unique, and if you ask them too many questions about why it's special and unique, they're like, it just is. Whereas DC is the like British Knights knockoff version of the pump, where you're just like, well, it's it's slightly cheaper. The BK elevated air pressure. Yeah. The EEP. Yeah. In conclusion, don't save all your money. Don't live here and buy nice shoes. This is Shutdown Fullcast, your superior podcast for talking shit about DC. What an absolute hovel of humanity it is. Seriously, it's just fucking trash. Sorry. Yeah, if you're living in D.C., fuck you. Hi, I'm Spencer Hall. Matter of every day should be Saturday. And editorial director at SBNation.com. Uh, joining us, it'll be Ryan Nanny and I, from beautiful Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, Jason Kirk, college football editor and uh, gadfly, roustabout at SBNation.com. Hi, Jason. Hey, what's happening? I, uh, I, I, I kind of think D.C. is better than New York, but that's fine. <laughs> we were discussing this earlier. If Jason thinks that something is past discussion and does not want to engage in said discussion, then it's fine. <laughs> it's a well. I just mean I just mean I don't really want to fight about it. It's a well-worn tactic of anyone who has had to decide where to go to dinner with someone. Yeah, Chinese food is fine. That's fine. It sort of says I have an opinion and I don't care enough about it. <clears throat> Yeah, I can care about two or three opinions a day, and you've hit me on opinion four. Uh, the universe is going to collapse in on itself anyway one day. That's so right. That's fine. That's fine. That's we were Listen, we were, someday we'll find a topic I give a shit about. Uh, you got real amped about something the other day. Like, you were hype. I can't remember what it was, but you were, you were all head up. <laughs> It wasn't. Yeah. The, it wasn't the Atlanta Falcons either. It was about Santa. No, no. And it wasn't. It wasn't cookout. So are, I'm kind of out of topics. I think you would get really excited. Are about. the Falcons fine? But, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't go that far. I can't. Good conscience. Well, I'll tell. I'll tell you this. We uh, we thought we were going to get five players in the NFL draft, and we got six. Mm, so I dare bonus. say, pretty good. Six is more than five. That's right. That's that's that Publix Bogo special. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a whatever percent increase. Mm-hmm. I got I got six healthy choice of Publix instead of five. Scared money don't make money. Maybe when Thomas Dimitrov drafts, man, you want to give him as many opportunities to hit <laughs> on a prospect as possible because right. it really is just a numbers game with him. Yeah, it's like target shooting. He pulls up in his cycling gear and his you know Russian oligarch glasses and his inexplicable facial hair. It's not quite a mustache. It's not quite a goatee. Hello. It's kind of budget Iron Man, his his whole hairstyle. I think that is maybe the inspiration. Either that or he's just trying to look taller. I think he's like a Brazilian. He's, really, like he's a really short guy. Antonio is stark. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <coughs> oh my Thomas God. Dimitrov really looks like disgraced finance minister of some European nation. Yeah. He, this yeah. is it's bad. <laughs> Brian is seeing this for the first time. I, I forgot what he looked like, but but it is sort of what it is is if you hire if you hire like an extreme sports star to be in a business movie. Mm, this is a Russian. Yes. This is a Russian knockoff Goku. <laughs> wow! This is what happens. That's what happens when you go Super Saiyan mm-hmm. in in an, a non licensed MBA program, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in an on, offline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his hair always looks like he's he's just put it under uh, a Dyson Airblade just for fun. It's a blade. I keep them clean. Hey guys, sorry the hair's like this. You know, out on the chopper. Well, I look at it as hair. It's at least something on this team has upside, huh? So yeah, we began to talk about uh, Thomas Dimitrov and the Atlanta Falcons. This is a college football podcast. It's a college football program. His hair rose. Talk about NFL GM hair. His hair rose up. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) something did. It's about the only thing that rose up. Besides them draft picks, thanks to a bad record. Hooray! Hooray! The draft. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and we also talked about DC was trash. These are recurring themes. I think one thing we do want to talk about very briefly, since this is the offseason, and mm-hmm. we are, as you can tell, knee-deep in this mother of an offseason. We thought, by the way, the offseason was going to be, on the last podcast, we discussed that this was a podcast uh, that had nothing to talk about because nothing ever happened in the offseason, and we really didn't care about satellite camps or whether you could have them or not or who was having them together. And immediately after that, uh, what happened, Ryan? Uh, the old Mrs. NFL draft happened. That's correct. That's correct. Jason? <laughs> Freezes provided. Uh-huh. Freezes provided. Just when uh, this is, I think, maybe the greatest testimony to the success of Hugh Freeze at Old Miss, that we said nothing happened. And Old Miss was able to provide something. What what you sh- the, the the greatest summation of <clears throat> Old Miss's draft is the wide receiver who had one of the most painful looking injuries mm-hmm. of the last let's say four years of college football mm-hmm. was the safest pick they had go in the first round. Correct. From and I mean that strictly in the NFL sense of the word. Yeah, Jason. There's, um, help there's that angle to it, and there's also. Uh, that wide receiver's story was great and excellent and inspirational and would have been the talk of any other draft, but no one even mentioned that until like three days later. Like, oh, right, that was, right. That was awesome. So I'm anyway, going to I'm 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 discuss things. the Kandichi thing, which is now, by the way, was the main story and now is, and now is, is, and now is prologue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first, star defensive tackle Robert Kandichi, who um, already notable for being the subject of one of the most intense and very public, high-profile recruitments in the history of uh, college football. Uh, ended up going to Ole Miss, which is a little weird. Um, had to get recruit his older brother, Denzel. They get to Oxford. The Kandichi family, eccentric geniuses. Like, all of them, some form of eccentric genius. Like, mom is a Nigerian congresswoman. Uh, both of the brothers had these, like, really eclectic tastes. Uh, Robert himself, if you followed his Twitter feed... Um, he's definitely stuck in some second semester sophomore year spiritual quest uh, that involves listening to a lot of the Grateful Dead. So Stephen Godfrey. It's true, and that's why he was the perfect person to cover this story. <laughs> he's right there. Yeah, Robert Kandichi really wanted to talk to you about maybe a little Baudrillard. Mm-hmm. Definitely wanted you to watch Koen Akatsi, right? We're definitely going to watch uh, Big Trouble in Little China when it gets late. Like, that's... That's the kind of life Robert Kandichi's living. 
Like the kind of guy's like, I want to talk about like neuroscience, man. You're like, yeah, well, I mean, sure. you could, yeah, let's get into the structural and chemistry stuff. No, 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 no. no, no, no. From like no, spiritual no, no. perspective. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about how like light moves at different speeds if you're looking at it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Can we draw a diagram and explain why this would be scientifically relevant, Rob? No. Nah, no, no, no. It's, no. It's about perception. Particles and waves, man. Particles and waves. It's because, like, the light knows. Yeah, the kind of the kind of science geek who likes Carl Sagan because he smokes weed, but not because he knows math. That's that's kind of where Kandichi's at. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson would hate this. Oh, yeah, Neil? This, 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 <laughs> I think Big Bob is last on Neil's draft board. <laughs> Actually, it's not a board at all. It's, it's not. A, yeah. It's a, it's it's a sheet of paper. Sheet. It's more of, yeah, it's, there's no wood involved. Can you properly call it a draft? Because a draft implies some sort of movement through space of a vapor. Also, draft is an unwilling process, and all of these men had to willingly declare their eligibility. Can it Actually, be? the NFL is not going to war at all. <laughs> but that's not true. Ask Danny Cannell. It pretty, yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry, Danny. That's all right, yeah. You want to talk about science? Danny Cannell's ready to drop some science on you 24-7 on man. Twitter. Um, Listen, man, all these debate shows, all I want is Neil versus Danny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tell everything else. This well, is so PC. Well, in politics, which is inherently a subjective pursuit, actually. no one can technically be correct. Potassium's overrated. Potassium? Trash element. It's, it's, it's necessary for everything you do, Danny. Radon is the classiest element. It's a noble gas. Gas of Kings! We can never determine the winner of this debate. <laughs> since you refuse. Gas of Kings! <laughs> What's the grittiest element? Silicon. Silicon, yeah, that would yeah. actually be let's yeah. by a grittiness, which is a measured quantity. <laughs> oh no, silicon sounds smooth. That sounds too slick for Danny. He's a, he's a real blue collar player. Well, actually, you're alive carbon, several right? steps. The blue collar is representative of an item of fabric that they're wearing. The, um, Neil, actually, Neil deGrasse if it appears blue, that means it's every color but blue. But blue, that's true. Neil deGrasse Tyson, as Neil deGrasse Tyson draft analyst, might we might have to do this. Yep. I'm already writing it in my this, uh, we're, we're act, We actually fell behind. This was a Trill Ballins Twitter character during the draft. <laughs> These are all we do. is This This whole show is a Trill Ballins homage, so it's fine. Follow at cover, tr- follow The at, cover band. Follow at Trill Ballins, a.k.a. I like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, he was Michael Caine. Yeah. He just started tweeting out like he was this really cartoonish, <laughs> shitty Michael Caine. Oi! Me mates and I on the Twitter. When I was seven, my mum told me to go to work in the mill, so I stabbed her in the thigh. I'm Michael Caine. Um, but Kandichi. Yeah. Kandichi, he ended up running out of a hotel. Yeah. There was a complaint. He ended yeah. up running out of a hotel window. Some people leapt to... Uh, yeah, when you say running out of a hotel, that was a very that was a very creative uh, way he to ran describe out of a ho- actually. He ran out of a hotel the way the Hulk would run out of a hotel, okay? He, he exited a hotel quickly. Through the he window. left. He left I'm in just, a hurry. I, he left the party. Through the window or a balcony. It's like a balcony. You know, he fell a little bit. That yeah. seemed kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, and then, to, to segue, and Jason, I'd like you to handle this section of the discussion, that he said... Drugs are found in the room, I believe, mm-hmm. or at least paraphernalia. Sure, sure. Yeah, the the police said drugs were found in the room. Yeah. Okay, so that happened, and then Kendichi, I guess because he's spiritually open and realized that all truth is self evident and will eventually come to the fore. All that truth, time being, all truth is already known, so snitching can't exist. That's right. And if all t- truth is legal. 
and if, and, if, and if time is the flat plane we imagine it to be, then you've already uh, apprehended it. Facts are just opinions we all agree on. And the one fact and opinion that he managed to get everyone to agree on, which is that Larry McTunsell is also in the room. That would be the projected number one pick, left tackle, another highly touted recruiting process, another big recruit that will somehow manage to land. I say that with some deliberate amount of suspicion we will discuss later on in the podcast. So, hi, Red Cup Rebellion listeners. The, and he was going to go number one. And this did not really do anything to stem the tide of NFL GMs who really wanted to take Tunsil, an obviously talented offensive line prospect, at number one. Fast forward to draft night, Jason Kirk. Well, after a few trades up by unwise NFL franchises for uh, for quarterbacks who were not really all that impressive in college, Tunsil was then slotted in anywhere between like three and six. He also had like Jalen Ramsey in the mix, <coughs> you know, and, and Joey Bosa. Sure, he's pretty good. Um, but six seemed like his floor. It seemed there's no way he's making it past the Ravens at six. They need a tackle. Uh, and then minutes, literally 10 minutes before the draft on Tunsil's Twitter feed, out comes a video of him puffing in a gas mask. Uh, and, and the gas mask comes off, and you can clearly see that's him. That's his face surrounded by a cloud of, it's, it's, a, it's a smoke, sure. It, it could be marijuana. could be any number of smokes. could be... Uh, you know, it could could be uh, could be could be pine straw in to there. Honor, could to be honor frankincense. The baby, the baby Jesus could be yeah, the, could be nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Nightmarish could, visions could might be, be better than uh, the nightlife in Oxford. <laughs> could, I mean, it could be any number of, of it's the sailors' of LSD candle scents. This is this is just the Marshawn Lynch lung training system. Sure, undergoing. That's all uh-huh. we do. I think it was just a tribute to the troops. Honestly, oh, absolutely. absolutely. I think they should have just had Goodell should have just called an audible and brought out all the troops that he does every 10 picks or whatever so people will stop booing him. Just do it right then and there. You know, you can come out of the tunnel and use a smoke machine, but do it individually. Why not go and use the smoke machine? That was good. So 10 minutes, that that happened 10 minutes before the draft. Allegedly, the Baltimore Ravens dropped him. Off, Off their board completely. Not, yeah, dro- uh, not like John- dropped him like, well, maybe somebody <coughs> wants to trade up. Well, no, just they're like, no. Yeah, that was reported by multiple legit people. John Harbaugh later said that wasn't true, but... John Harbaugh's a liar. Eh, John Harbaugh's a liar. <laughs> I mean, John Harbaugh, he's kind of been around some, uh, some great legal circumstances before. So <laughs> we'll just set that to the side. Um, the uh, what was the other team that passed the uh, the Titans right yeah. the Titans, Titans passed tr- the and Titans, took Jack Conklin the who's Titans, just like a pretty good guard. Well, it was more than that because the Titans had the first pick in the draft, traded it to the Rams for a king's ransom, as you mentioned. Um, so to, we knew to get to get whom to take Jared Goff, Cal quarterback who appeared in many games and won uh. insert number here of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Thirteen, I think. 13 over three years? Two years? Two years. Two years. Three. Three? Three? Uh, yeah. I, I, the record, because I remember, I remember seeing it a lot. I think I remember the record is 13 and 23. I could be off one way or the other, but something like that. Well, okay. I like that. I, I forget who it was. Uh, oh, no, it was Prisco. Prisco was like, well, you know who else didn't have such a great record in college? And threw out uh, Brett Favre's college football reference numbers. Mm. Yeah, Brett Favre definitely went number one overall, right? That's how that went. Yeah. That's the thing that happened. Sure. And definitely. Yeah, it was t- totally uncontroversial pick. And yeah. the team that took him 
totally that, used him the, to... The team that took him had many years of success with him at the helm. Uh-huh. So children, let, to... children, let us educate you. That, uh, was... <laughs> I wanted them to go look for themselves. No, no. I mean, they're too lazy. <laughs> let's not make them do that. They're, they've gotten this far. Let's not let them suffer. That's fine. Uh, Brett Favre was not taken in the first round. No. Brett Favre, in addition to that, was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. And when he was drafted by the Falcons, he did not end up uh, doing anything at all with the Falcons and then was traded to the Green Bay Packers. And then uh, from that on, that, that point forward, that's how he becomes the land baron, uh, infamous penis. Jeans wranglin'. Jeans wranglin'. Beard trimming. Beard trimming. Uh, Min- copper back support Minnesota Vikings band. legend that he is today. Yeah, New York Jets legend. New York Jets superstar. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what happened there. So, but so t- the Titans t- trade down. Yep. They then trade back up. After while Laramie Tunsil is free falling, you might rightly think this is a team that A has drafted a quarterback very highly as recently as last year. B needs offensive <coughs> line help, and C sees that potentially a number one overall talent is available. Surely they are taking him. They did not. No, 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 no. They did not. No. They took Jack Conklin instead. So Tunsil ends up who, who t- might not even be a tackle. Right. None of us are. Name's Jack Conklin. Jack Conklin. Just sounds. Oh like my God, dude! That's a that's a that's a center name. Yeah. Jack Conklin. Um, Conk. Or it's a boat captain. Jack Conklin. Conklin Fishing Industries. Mm, no, actually, honest, the boat. That's a, you know what? No, no, I got it. That's a fullback name. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. back the the captain's name is the reversal of that. Conklin Jack. Conklin Conk- Conk- Jack. <laughs> I'm Conk Jacklin. Conk Jackula. Welcome to Key West. I'm Conk Jackula. <laughs> We're going to give you some conk fritters and a hand job. Conkies. <laughs> Come on down to Conkies. Mike Leach says we're the number three cruise ship in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> like, that makes it sound like it's lodged in Key West. <laughs> like, it's, it's just gone ashore. <laughs> Conk Jackula. I think Mike would like that. Um, but yeah, that's in Tunsil ends up, by the way, also getting some Instagram. After he gets picked. After he gets picked. He gets picked by the Miami Dolphins at 13, I believe. Yeah. Uh, ends up in Miami, which people, like, I, I don't know how this didn't work out for you. Like, that's, people say, oh, well, he lost all this money. Uh, okay. Uh, hypothetically, sure. Right? I mean, the good news about playing offensive line in Miami is that I think even Dolphins fans at this point enjoy Ryan Tannehill taking sacks. Yeah. And they're willing to blame it on him no matter what. Sure. So it didn't it didn't work. It was <clears throat> what happened to Laramie Tunsil was strange and weird and less than ideal for him. He lost some money in the process. It's not the it's not it's not remotely similar to like what happened to Lyle Collins last year. No. Where you went from first round to None round. Yeah. None round at all. It's not the same as what happened to Brady Quinn. Right. If you'll remember at the NFL draft coming out of Notre yeah. Dame. It's not the same as what happened with Jimmy Clausen. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. It's not the same as... I'm trying oh, to I thought you were just going to name nothing but Notre Dame quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going. Ron I'm working. It's getting there. <laughs> uh, but it's not the same as, you know, other sort of... I'm coming out of college and all of a sudden, like, I have a disastrous draft night. Sure. He's still got first round. He's still got first round money. He's still got first round. He's still got top 15. And then his Instagram started popping off. Mm -hmm. And this is where we come back to Old Mills. Yeah. Uh, Jason, give us the quick version of that. 
Uh, this was an, the, the nefarious <coughs> hacker snitch hater got a hold of the IG and put out what appeared to be, I believe iMessage is the format we're supposed to believe it's in, uh, between Tunsil, allegedly, and uh, an Ole Miss assistant. Not a, not a coach, just an, an athletic department assistant. Yeah, somebody with um, one of those vague titles. Director like, of operations. Yeah. Director, director of football really, hugs. Yeah. One of those really <laughs> Alabama titles where it's like, you're a recruiter. Football That's, oversight czar. Yeah. Sub assistant yeah, to the whatever. Under secretary of defensive line work. Yeah, yeah. And the Tunsil's asking for stuff like, you know, $300 to pay a light bill and, you know, other exorbitant, uh, luxurious fees such as that. Um, By the way, it, you, people are asking, how do you get a $305 light bill? Oh, yeah, it can be done. Yeah, yeah, you're not trying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you know, like, adolescents? Do, are they known to be people who, like, <laughs> turn lights off and don't leave the TV on all day? You know, and, like, like I mean, honestly, think about back when we were that age. Do you, did you not leave, like, a Gran Turismo game? Just, oh, we'll come back to this in two days. The TV and things stay on for two days? Of yeah. course, kids do. You don't, yeah. pay, don't pay it for a month? All of a sudden, hey, I got $250 bills. Boom. Plus, you get that bonus money on top of it. Bonus money late fee. It's not, it's not a late fee. It's bonus money. Bonus money. I might have to get that reconnect fee in there, mm-hmm. too. Come on, mm-hmm. 305? Mm-hmm. Easy to get there. Easy. This, um, was, this was, by the way, the, the, the reaction by most people was to point and say, um, Old Miss is clearly out of control. They cheating. They cheating. They cheating. Which I don't know. Like There was an article on gridiron.com. I don't want to necessarily single out or fist this article, but it did suggest that, you know, there might be some sort of league interest. Now, in punishing Hugh Freeze for something, I I have like 800,000 objections to this, one of which is that this assumes that the SEC should be some sort of legislative force as opposed to like 16 really overemployed people in Birmingham who just like taking checks. Like, that's how lazy the SEC is. The SEC is so lazy, they just let ESPN make a network. Just here. That's go. what they did. The Big Ten went out and, you know, okay, we'll build our stuff. We'll get it. To, even the Pac 12. Now, the Pac 12 did some serious shortcutting and they screwed the whole thing up. Shh, and it's put the, the entire. Pac 12 worked, worked a little too hard. That's correct. But at the same time, like, even they went out and did their own stuff. All ESP, all SEC did, okay, was, uh, hey, y'all just want to. Hey, can we just use the old Merv Griffin set? Yeah, here, we'll put it. You know where the SEC had, like, this is how lazy they are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, ideally, where is the SEC network headquartered? If I said, Oh, surely it's in Birmingham or Atlanta or. Atlanta. Even maybe Nashville. Maybe, maybe places with some production facilities, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And, and some you airports. Know, certainly in SEC country. Yeah, yeah it's, branded. It's, surely it's in the actual footprint. It'd have yeah. to be in the footprint, right? I'd even go so far as to say, I don't know, Texas. Yeah, I know. I know for dang sure it's in a football state, not a basketball state, right? You know, fun, funny. You should mention that. Uh, it ain't. It's in Charlotte. Charlotte. It's in Charlotte. like an office park in NASCAR Charlotte. NASCAR is football. NASCAR. Hey, oh, oh, it's that's contact true. sport. <laughs> contact sport. I mean, really, Richmond, Talladega. You have games there. That's maybe they're just still trying to bust Cam. Problem solved. Problem solved. Yeah, still trying to bust Cam. That's how lazy the SEC is. And somebody actually says, "Yeah, they should be like a serious legislative force here, right? They should be an inf- they should be some sort of authority." This is the one of the worst tendencies of sports fans is to run towards some sort of leviathan. 
That's the yeah. most NFL move. What we need is a big idiot. We need just a just running around looking for a a, 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 a dada to take <clears throat> care of the problem. Even though like, we hate all of them in all our other sports, by yeah. large. By large, like like name one commissioner that you actually think has had like a super positive, awesome influence on things. I mean, the NBA's current yeah, commissioner yeah. seems well received, but even he wants to do shit like make the one year rule a two year rule. <laughs> I always like David Stern. Uh, you are you are limited in that capacity. Do you also like Allen Iverson? Um, yes. Yeah, see, this is the problem. Okay, I, I admit it. Because Stern was, like, kind of a tyrant yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. I just like that he was kind of a boss. I mean, he See, was he was the unapologetic. Thing Stern, the yeah. thing with Stern is, like, Stern and AI, they go together like Vince McMahon and Stone Cold. Yeah. Right. They only amplify each other and make each other greater. I don't Tango think, and cash. I don't think you should wear the sleeve. I'm wearing the sleeve. I'm wearing all the sleeves. Yeah. I'm wearing nothing but sleeves. Sleeve. I'm getting the sleeves sewed onto my person. I don't think you I'm going to look like the Michelin Man. <laughs> I don't think you should... Drink Corona in a press conference. I'm going to drink eight Coronas in a press conference. I'm going to replace my blood with Corona in the Put press corona conference. Corona in the Gatorade tank. You need to present a more corporate profile. Okay. Alan. That's what you need to do. Just present a more co- corporate profile. I'm going to kick my nude wife out the house. <laughs> I'm going to wear cornrows. Things that really happened. Um, All things that Alan Iverson really did. I want to put on my lawyer hat for a second. What's it look like? Uh, it's like a Sherlock Holmes hat, but it doesn't fit. <laughs> 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 is it too small? I think it's, that's what I want here. It's somehow too small and too big. It's like a Yonko okay. airway. Like it's too wide, but it's it's uh, it's not big enough to contain my hair. All right, so the lawyer hat. So it's is like on. an it's like a Napoleon hat. If Ole Miss deserves to get <coughs> hammered for anything, if these if these iMessages are true, it is this that they did some technically illegal or against the rules shit on a preservable medium. Here is your free lawyer advice. You gonna do some you gonna do some shit that's not really above board? Do it over the phone. Mm. Do it in person. Yeah. Don't do it over email. Don't do it over text messages because that shit lives. Can it sync with anything called a cloud? Mm-hmm. Don't. Problem. You know what's really hard to get? Wiretap. You know what's impossible for the NCAA to get is a wiretap. Mm-hmm. These things are, you know, they 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 require a certain level of legal maneuvering they kind of have to know you're up to some shit already you know it's real easy to get subpoena you know it's real easy for somebody who's mad at you just to leak to the ncaa text a, message a screen screenshot was but, a shift control for the most dangerous three key combination in the like all of college football recruiting but if some if some pissed off former associate of yours just goes <coughs> to the nca and says yeah, Laramie Tunsil told me that Ole Miss gave him $300 for a light bill. And if you did this, if you actually like shook the tree and said, yeah. I need every college football player who got the like the Harvey, the John, uh, the Dale, whoever this like Bubba is yeah. who hands out utility bill money, okay? Right, right. If you went and you said, I need everybody who got $300 in cash yeah. to come forward, and just assuming they were all on autopilot and they did, yeah. You wouldn't be able to punish it at all. You right. can't. Right. They can't arrest you all. But if you did it, if you did it over, if you did it over a phone, in such an obvious way, you know what? You deserve to get punished for being stupid. 
the other I thing- think my favorite my favorite thing about all this is the idea that Ole Miss is going to get hammered over some iMessages with dubious timestamps. Yeah. In the amount of three hundred and five dollars, Laramie Tunsil is, is suspended for the next three Ole Miss games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, you got him now. <laughs> but like, I mean, there's that, and there's. First of all, he was already suspended, yes. possibly for stuff to, you know, this might already be included in what he was suspended for, as far as we know. NFL just lagging behind what we college folks already know. Mm-hmm. But like the, oh, okay, so the NCAA, uh, they're going to they're gonna <laughs> dig into this. Tunsil is never going to say a word to Not him. Not going to be shocked when uh, Will Greer tests positive at the Is there a paper trail, which say maybe we fire, not we, not I'm not part of Ole Miss, but uh, I guess I am now. Ole Miss now fan Jason Kirk. <laughs> the, but like is there a paper trail connecting any of this to the coaches to the ad to anybody other than this one assistant was anything misinterpreted did you know was he just saying oh well we'll hook you up with the student benefits fund or whatever um there what's the paper trail beyond this and who's going to give it to the ncaa Fair. like y- you need more than this or at least you're supposed to the ncaa is not a court it can do whatever it wants but you're supposed to have more than just here's a screenshot so I mean, I don't know. Who knows what else comes out of it? But, like, look at Miami. Like, they investigated Miami for, what, three years? They investigated Miami so hard that the NCAA investigated its own investigation (laughs) of its investigation (laughs) into something where there were receipts, photos. Mm -hmm. uh, Uh, Also, also, by the way, Ski Rex. And Miami got, like, what, two, missed two bowl games? Uh Uh-huh. So, okay. And Miami also, like, the NCAA also slipped one of its investigators in under the guise of an interrogation by an actual attorney in coordination with that. Well, not with that investigation, not disclosing that. Just sort of riding someone else in there, like, mm, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm officially like illegal. That's a, that, that is how strapped the NCAA is and for investigators. Is it just it has to hope you leave the door open so it can actually hear what people are actually talking about. Otherwise, it learns nothing. So, like, yeah, and the NCAA had all that on Miami, and kind of nothing happened. So, can I, can I, ask you I guys- mean, unless they come up with something amazing. Everyone's going to be disappointed. Can I ask you guys a weird <coughs> question that's not related to anything and is purely hypothetical? Can't stop you. Um, so, you know, we're all talking about Ole Miss and are they cheating? Are they skirting the rules, et cetera, et cetera? Do you guys happen to know of any, I don't know, let's say big name SEC programs that fired, I don't know, uh, a defensive a, line a, coach, a maybe? Position coach, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, related to re- p- possible recruiting violations? Does that ring a bell? Yeah, you know, I just hmm. no, no. Are you I didn't, like, didn't like recently? Yeah, like, like within the past, uh, I don't know, month, like on or week? around, uh, on or around the day of the uh, first round of the draft. Listen, huh. I would like to explain to you the coaching is a business of connections, sure. and it's a business of individuals trying to make those connections. And sometimes, uh, you know, those connections just don't quite fire the right way. They don't. <laughs> just like Craigslist. Yeah. They just like work. Craigslist. <laughs> so, sometimes you do your own wiring, you burn your house down. I, I had 38 different directions to go from that, and all of them were bad. <laughs> They're even too far beyond what, what the, the scope of this podcast, man. Jo- Joey Freshwater, looking for a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could talk about some recruiting there, too. <laughs> But we're not gonna. Yeah. So hey, it, 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 conclusion: it all worked out fine for Bama. Thanks, Ole Miss. Yeah, that's uh, the final thing that that was that tickled me about the piece written about this: that the SEC should do something in order to defend the integrity of the league, the integrity of the yeah, South. Integrity. 
The integrity of the Southeastern Conference. Mm-hmm. The last five words there. That's the mm-hmm. integrity of the league. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you what your brand is in terms of integrity? Ooh. It's trash. Ooh. It is. If you are in Birmingham and listen to this, and you're not, podcasts haven't hit Birmingham. They won't be around to like, like maybe listen to I don't know. The, like Toby Keith podcast. I don't know what people in Birmingham listen to politically. Maybe Alex Jones. It's probably, it's probably <laughs> <laughs> like a Papa John's podcast. <laughs> Dude, do you think if we just put out like a cartoon George Wallace podcast that felt like it'd have, it'd have like it have fifteen thousand followers all in Birmingham? Like he's back. It'd be called Stand Up with George Wallace. <laughs> Stand up. You get it? Because I'm paralyzed. <laughs> Separate ways. <laughs> this George Wallace guy, I just think he's, he's not He's not lying he's, to me. He's, he's telling me the truth. He, I like him. He's an outsider. He is. He speaks plainly. Sponsored by Hoover Firearms. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Whatever. We this, this, this fictitious podcast could absolutely get credentialed at SEC Media Days. Before we did. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Before, yeah. Before, before us at uh, every Alabama home game. <laughs> Yeah, if I tell you if I tell you that every single program the SEC is doing exactly what Ole Miss is doing to some degree, I probably would not. I mean, that's pretty accurate. Coach Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Net here, <laughs> Spencer. That's thirty six hundred dollars or something like that in light bills. I, I guess that's assuming like Mississippi State can't and Vandy doesn't actually pay its players. I guess, but. Well. Yeah, I mean, That's a lot of light bill money. The, going, going to Vanderbilt is its own payment. Jason. Mississippi State gets around these recruiting rules by not having electricity. <laughs> You're paid in sterno. <laughs> Stern, sterno and, uh, let's see, generators. That'd be good. <laughs> generators every, on the fritz. Every, every now, football player gets a Ford generator. Coach, yeah. coach, my mom needs seven more MREs. You know, like, don't get, don't get mad at this Mississippi State. Some of you are like, you know, that's a good weekend. You go out to the house that doesn't have the lights, the no electricity house with the well, put on, you know, bring your, bring your ATVs and bring your generators. See, for those, for those eight Ole Miss fans who stuck through, uh, stuck through this far, it was worth it. <coughs> Paid off for you. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Don't, don't bring, yeah. There's always a payoff here. There's Sometimes you have to listen for months, but. Just, just like Ole Miss football. Hey now. Hey, hey now! Bang! The integrity of the SEC. That's just the that's the absolute best in a league where I know my own alma mater once sent people to work at a chicken plant. Chicken needs planting. It, yeah, they sent football know, players to work at a chicken, chicken plant under under I believe this is Charlie Pell, and Charlie yeah. Pell would like somebody handed them a check after an hour of hanging out at the chicken plant. Then they drive yeah, back. The, the, the dubious word there, of course, is work. Work, yeah, free money. That's that's that is still a thing in the SEC. And if you think Old Miss is just doing it, I don't know. Maybe they're just maybe they're just better organized than you. Looking at you, Mississippi State, step it up. You didn't pay. Remember, Mississippi oh, State. Oh, the it's ultimate not, shame. It's oh, not, now we're gonna get remember. It. It's not a matter of you not wanting to cheat. It's trying to be cheap about it. Not wanted bad enough. You got outspent by Auburn. How does that happen anywhere in life that you're outspent well, by life? Well, to be fair, Auburn took up a plate, Spencer. <laughs> they did. They brought up a plate. They made an offering. The Lord's blessings. The Lord outbid you for 10% Auburn. 10% of everything you make. <laughs> the lesson is next time cheat. We've come back to that, and I'll come back to it again. Auburn's a family, and that's why we're asking you for money. <laughs> you <laughs> <to the gym>. <laughs> <laughs> Do not rob from the storehouse. We <laughs> Got, we got a quarterback. Also, Auburn is claiming you as a dependent. We hope that's all right. Mississippi State's more of a herd. 
Uh, we love, do some, love, love you, Klanga. Should we do some questions? Yeah, yeah, let's do some questions. All right. Uh, first question comes from Jack McGuire at Big Daddy's Court on Twitter. If UConn gets a Big 12 bid, is mm. Bob Diaco the best-looking coach in the Big 12? <coughs> or is it still Cliff Kingsbury? Can we just go back to this UConn being in the Big 12? Sure. No, I, 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 I didn't hear a damn thing after that. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, did, you just, did, your, did your brain just turn to static? Give me, give me the argument against it. Ooh, I need a mo- Um, I'll parry it's all of these. Fucking far. So yeah. is West Virginia. Next. Geography. Mm-hmm. It's well, yeah. So is West Virginia. West Virginia's like Virginia. halfway. So is West though. Virginia. I bet. I bet Stores is closer to a major airport. Um, how many people you bring? In, like, what kind of a crew you bring to this party? If I get the Yukon TV demo in, boys, we they're, booked Stanford. Well, yeah, they're going to claim New York City and Boston, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and those are called lies, and we already have several teams. What are people in Boston going to do? What, go to a Boston College game instead? No. Or go see Oklahoma no. play? The, yeah, that's true. They, the huge Oklahoma fans. Uh, I don't know. They're just going to watch like they're going to watch the Patriots game and yell at each other on Saturdays. That's what can you do. Big 12, can you add UConn just for the four games when Tom Brady suspended and wow. then sort of send them back? That's a good plan. Yeah. Could you uh, could you literally pick up anybody other than UConn? That would be that'd be good. Okay, but yeah. if you if the big if the Big Twelve t- takes UConn, it makes Cincinnati so mad. Why don't you pick okay. up so okay. mad? Seeing I that mean, logic, you, I, Houston's still out there, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To me, I think Houston's it's it's frustrating. It's overlooked because every college football fan and media person got locked into the the, the calculus that you have to leave your state you have to that expand. you've already locked down this state and you got to go elsewhere. Footprint. But like, I don't know. Is that really how media is going to work in five or ten years, or is, is it going to be more about just people who are actually engaging with your content? In which case, I don't know. Add a presence and you know, add even more of a presence and completely lock down uh, other than. Texas A&M, uh, you know, one of the five biggest cities in the country. I mean, that doesn't seem like a bad idea. The fourth, it's the fourth or fifth largest city in the United States, depending on how you count it. I mean, you know who's got a boat that they need to sell? Big Ten. And the name of that boat is Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I, I guess that goes against what I'm saying, looking at the TV Agreed. deal the Big Ten's bringing yeah, in. But I'm just saying it'll be cheap. I'm not saying it's good, but if you're going to make a mistake and buy a boat, buy it secondhand because that's, that's the way you get a boat for cheap. Yeah, hey, you want to sell sports Florida writers wisdom, on it. If I've ever heard it. It's true. Uh, this boat beat Michigan once, and you know what? That's true. That's <laughs> absolutely true. Year. This boat did beat Michigan. And this boat is so gritty, and now in the mine I'm dead. You no, know, this is the first boat ever. So it's Noah's Ark, oh. sort of. <laughs> just I'm just gonna sell it to Springsteen. <laughs> so let's see, Coach Handsomeness rankings. Um, in, in the Big Twelve. In the Big Twelve. Uh, honestly, I feel like Charlie's overlooked here. Okay. Um, he's he's not like a beautiful man, but you know he's very physically fit. Uh, he's it, he looks in a, like he's handsome you, in a little house on the prairie kind of way. Well, I think Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Strong, to be clear. Um, I don't know. Charlie Weiss might be kicking around the conference somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean Charlie Strong. He, he he's he's the fittest man in the conference. Right. And if you told him he's unattractive, he's probably going to scare you into saying he is anyway. Sorry, right. Bill. Bill Snyder looks like a pope. Mm-hmm. Bill right. Snyder looks excellent for his age, at least. He does. Um, I'm, Dana Holgerson can can literally cannot clean up. Yeah, but remember. Never mind, nice. Remember, Dana's not the good-looking one, but Dana's the one who picks up. Well, 
In, in, French, in French, this is called Jolie Lad. <laughs> it is the attractiveness that comes with. I bet the experience of that human being is probably pretty entertaining. Yeah. You want to make a mistake, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think Dana is the most skilled at 3 a.m. attractive. Sure. Yeah, oh, sure. Nice the chest, like the, the Bob, Bob Diaco, he's like. Noon attractive. Mm-hmm. Well, what you're saying, but I think Bob Diaco for me rises to number one because Cliff, um, Cliff is, I think, a very uh, coded kind of handsome. Cliff right? is boy band handsome. You say he's boy band handsome. He's right? handsome in the same way that you know certain people back in the '90s said, "Oh my God, all all the Backstreet Boys, they're handsome as hell." You know who's not aged super well? The Backstreet Boys. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and that's Cliff Kingsbury. Well, another thing too with Bob Diaco. Bob Diaco has the sort of like portrait good looks of somebody who died an extremely exotic and scandalous death right. in like the Medici era. He's oh yeah, he's like a world a lost World War One captain. Yeah, so Bob Diaco is is college football's Colin Firth, where you're like, man, people really like him. Yeah, they do, and, and you know, you're a little underwhelming, but a then little like, underwhelming, great, great. but reliable and and has has aged fine. I think Curtis Scott King once said of MLK, he got better looking as he talked. Like, you know, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's called recruiting. Good. That's recruiting, you know? With Diaco, too. I think you said the World War II thing. <laughs> Look at Bob Diaco and think about your grandfather going, he's the most inspiring officer I ever met. <laughs> we, left a, we left a good man there in Iwo Jima. Your mother was going to marry him until he died. <laughs> <laughs> I have his letters. And that sums up UConn me. football. <laughs> <laughs> going to marry it, but then it died. We, yeah, we, ended, we ended it with the notebook starring UConn. <laughs> Don't you remember 2011? No. Shh, shh, no. No. The Alzheimer's is set in. Uh, <laughs> this question comes from Jim at... Oh, my God, Jim. Your Twitter account is at J-S-E-E-S-E-L. Jaseezel! Which coach is secretly a huge Star Wars nerd? I want to see if Jason has the same answer I do, because I have one answer that popped in my head super fast, and I think you might have the same one. Uh, Dabo. Hmm. Okay. Uh, just because he gets fired up about stuff, he's younger, um, and uh, he's <laughs> very willing to sort of adopt things that the kids are into and not seem like he's pandering about it. Yeah. Just like I really think that if all the kids are like, yeah, we like this movie. He's, I love it. I love this movie. But... Now, you guys have thought about this more, so please go ahead. Is it too unchristian for Dabo? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, it's got like it's if here's what here's the church perspective on this. I'll tell you exactly how they sell this and in now, youth group. And, and now, which and now is, continues one of our favorite run shutdown <laughs> podcasts. Jason explains Southern Jason, religion. Jason explains Southern Protestantism. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, 1998 or whatever in youth group. You know how they use Darth Maul? Hmm. They just say that's the devil. That's kind the of devil. <laughs> I mean, out of all of fiction, nothing translates to youth group better than Star Wars. Like, you could just say, listen, when, when you're being seduced to the dark side. You know, the real Phantom Menace is premarital sex. <laughs> I mean, Davo, Davo can use this fine without even having to overthink anything. Those, clo- those clones are gay. You know that, right? <laughs> They're all the same. Um, the little, the little, uh, having fun with the little green stuff, huh? <laughs> Yoda's the green thing we acknowledge. Um, I'm going to say James, <clears throat> James Franklin because 
Star Wars is something that is very visually appealing, that's fun to get excited about before it actually happens. If you dig too deep into it, you're like, oh, this is kind of thin in a lot of ways, and it's just sort of repurposing other material, and looks better than it maybe actually is, and I feel like I'm excited about something for nostalgic reasons, uh, and, and I've, I've let myself be manipulated a little bit. And, that's and, there's, of, uh, and, and there's like an emperor who's finally deposed uh-huh. about like 30 years too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's how I feel about James Franklin at this point. GP, man. Yeah. It's Gary Patterson. James, James Franklin can put together a great trailer. Yeah. Like movie, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, judging by James Franklin's Twitter Photoshop, <laughs> there's, there's probably just facts are just way off, but it's still pretty cool. James Franklin's just on like Reddit old school cool coming I mean, like here's a picture of Joan Jett in 1938. You're like I don't think that's from 1938. <laughs> I, oh, okay, I, sure I'll uh, commit to your program. I By the way, you, you can put any date on an old school cool picture on Reddit, and they'll believe it. Yep. You're like, look, it's an Abe Lincoln photo. It's from 1937. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, like, he looks like, like my granddad. The guy I, I say Gary Patterson. Gary Patterson secretly a huge Star Wars nerd. I have no reason for saying this other than it just seems to fit. I think it's probably because he likes Return of the Jedi. <clears throat> it's like, you see what they did? They organized those Ewoks, took down a superior opponent with defense. Oh, uh, pers- yeah. You just, the tactic, you, you just so, put yeah. personnel in the mm-hmm, right place, mm-hmm. and then you just let Old them go. Old school. You don't, need, you don't need no fancy blaster. Just give me a log. Probably also like The Force, <laughs> probably also like the Force Awakens because... It's just the same movie. He's like, what'd you do? Same game plan. Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. Play, keep, play, play worked first time, keep running. Well, we don't worry about them, whether they're the Sith or the Empire or the First Order. We just execute our game plan. Sometimes we change our shirt color like Luke did between five and six, but other than that, same game plan. Fucking hates Chewbacca, though, because he looks like a bear. Yeah, I also bet, <laughs> also bet he really likes Ray. Probably, yeah. You up, Ray? <laughs> All right, because she's a female. Oh, boy. That's it. That's that's it. Well, yeah. well. No, no, but he's the kind of guy who's like, you know, I like Joss Whedon's reliance on female protagonists. He and J.J. Abrams have really done a lot for for women, especially in sci-fi and in action scenarios. Yeah, I can see, no, seriously, like, I can see, you know, he'd be down with that. Cool. Probably read Vulture.com. Um, yeah, Gary Patterson is extremely woke. Everybody knows it. Plus, yeah. he, he's shaped like the Death Star. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which one? Spoiler! Spoiler! <laughs> Do not look for the small exhaust port just below the main port. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, this question comes from Nandez at Commandez ninety two. <clears throat> what is the worst idea for an expanded cinematic universe? <clears throat> Ooh. Hmm. Uh, how about multiplicity? <laughs> okay. Just, just m- okay. like. More like Michael like, Keaton's. <laughs> I think one was more than plenty, and it got like if you go back and watch that movie, like literally two thirds of it are extremely problematic and offensive at this point. Sure, like just every copy is just an even worse stereotype of something that most people shouldn't be joking about all that Fair. much. Fair. So it man, it would be if we're on like Multiplicity Eight, the expanded Legends edition where there's novels and comics by unauthorized kill, authors. Kill me! Oh, it would be horrifying. Kill me! Um, Spencer and I disagreed about this. He says Friends would be a very bad expanded cinematic universe. I think Mm. it would actually be better. Because I think everyone who is not part of the core cast of Friends fucking hates those people. And you get to learn that Gunther, the coffee shop guy, 
is actually a serial killer. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to skin Ross. I'm going to skin Ross and wear him. Who would stop him? No, none, of, none of the other cast. None. Um, plus, you would actually, you would, you would just see people being like, I fucking hate these, these people who have these huge apartments, never have to go on the subway, just do whatever they want, rarely have jobs. At any given time, I would say on Friends, half of the, cl- half of the, the characters were employed, and never was it a problem. Never. Never. So I like the exp- the expanded Friends universe. I will say the Gilmore Girls would be the worst expanded Ooh. universe. So many words. Yeah, first of all, the script for the expanded Gilmore Girls universe movie is going to be 700 pages. It's going to be an hour and 45 of screen time, and it's going to be a 700-page script. Second, all the characters are actually the same. They're just fast-talking people who are really class-conscious and mildly witty. They would all be white. Because remember, every one of the Gilmore Girls is just white. It's like yeah. the yeah, whitest. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. the whitest town, and all they would care even, about. Even the non-white characters are white. Imagine an infinite Connecticut, or oh, an infinite Massachusetts, mm. like an infinite rural Massachusetts. Do it, Big Think on that, Big Twelve. Do it, Big Twelve. Think on that, Big Twelve. You're just adding like the Gilmore Girls of program. No, he's much more popular than UConn's ever been. <laughs> much more popular. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's the universe that I don't want to see because the Gilmore Girls to me just reads like a really blandly patterned like patch of wallpaper right. extending infinitely. That that would be it, right? Just and all of these terrible side characters who are just one eccentricity, like I'm the wacky dance teacher, mm-hmm. like yeah. just that. Nobody can just have a fucking job. Nobody can have a Nobody job, right? I'm the guy job. who cuts the trees and sings while I cut the yeah. yeah that's right. I think of Fox Sports 1 as the expanded ESPN cinematic <laughs> universe. They're in a real negative Marvel turn, right, where nope. they just handed it to some, like, I don't know, this guy, like, hand this character to somebody. It's Clay Travis. Start writing him. Make something gritty. Do a it's reboot. I mean, Fox Sports 1 is definitely the Legends level canon. <laughs> it's like, is this real? Eh, you can read it. We'll, we'll take your money for it. Let's put it that way. Skip Baneless. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's the it's like the the all takes matter like all lives matter <laughs> warped tour. Once you admit that LeBron is trash, then you have my permission to die. It's two thousand seven every day.